$167,000. I'll shuttle for one dance with Domino. Can you play any other tune? Something we're making for the Americans. It's called a ghetto blaster. May I cut in? It's a charming tune. Hello and welcome to the 35th episode of Bond Music 6 the Best. This is our ongoing series discussing the Bond movie soundtracks. And thanks to the folks at La La Land Records, we are re-attacking the David Arnold score for Tomorrow. To me, yes, yeah, but it's my favorite movie, yeah, yeah, as it was known in Russia. But <laughs> here in the States, it was called Tomorrow Never Dies. On this episode, we're going to look at the additional 46 plus minutes of music that La La Land Records unearthed and added to their two disc limited edition set. I am, of course, Jared Albrecht, the art sale artist, and joining me is my best friend in life with no extra qualifications. It is Alan J. Porter. Welcome back, Alan. Thank you, Jared, and it's nice to be back on the best friend's shelf. <laughs> Well, good. Well, here at Six of the Best, we're going to discuss this album overall, kind of. We did a much deeper dive on it earlier. I strongly suggest that you go back and listen to that if if you haven't listened to the Tomorrow Never Dies coverage we did several episodes ago. But on each of these, one of us has the lead. I happen to have the lead on this episode, which means I picked this album, and I picked three tracks from the additional music content that I thought were outstanding. And then Alan picked from the remaining additional content, his three tracks. And that's where we get our six of the best with that. Let's talk a little bit about this tomorrow. Never dies limited edition from La La Land records. All right. Like I said before, if you want to go more deep dive into the music of tomorrow, never dies, I strongly suggest you check out episode 12 of six of the best that was released on October 26th of 2020. We did a deeper dive into it. So on this one, I'm just going to talk a little bit about what you get from the La La Land Records limited edition version. But first, I'm going to talk a little bit about La La Land Records themselves. They are an American record label. They're out of Burbank, California, and they specialize in film and television soundtracks. They were founded in 2002, and the label is run by M.V. Gerhard and Matt Verboys. They focus on expanded and limited edition soundtracks. There are fairly detailed essays in the liner notes of this limited edition CD. One of them is by Tim Greeting, and it's pretty long, and then a shorter one by Neil Bulk. Tim details David Arnold's journey to Bond composer and his experiences on Tomorrow Never Dies. And Neil covers the motif that I'd never noticed before until I read his little insert on backseat driving. And he also talks about a little of the additional content of the La La Land Records release most of which is extra music that Arnold recorded or score that Arnold recorded only to have scenes re-edited. So he had to go back and adjust track lengths and punctuation of music. The limited edition release was limited to 5,000 copies. So there are 4,998 copies out there that we at six of the best cannot account for. (laughs) And as of this recording, there are still some available at La La Land Records' website. They sell for about $30 a piece. I want to be clear, they're not a sponsor of this episode. We're not trying to sell albums for them. 
We just thought it was a neat thing to cover. So, Alan, I would like your thoughts on this expansion overall. And on top of that, I would like your thoughts on the motif of backseat driving and Tomorrow Never Dies. Did that ever occur to you before? <laughs> no, it didn't. Like it was, it was like one of those light bulb moments when you read read something and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, He's backseat in the jet, right? Yeah. He drives the car from the from back seat. Yeah. And then there's the backseat driving of the motorcycle. Yeah. You know, the With switcheroo. Him and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him and mate. Yeah. So, yeah, very cool. Um, actually, Neil, Neil Book, I've seen him on a few of the music forums, Bond Music Forums online, and he does actually – one of the ones I was looking at, actually, he explained a bit more online about some of the stuff about how this album came together. So he's quite active online in the Bond music community, it seems. Oh, so. Very cool. Very cool. Hopefully he'll uh, give our, our show a listen and, and tell us how, how off base we are. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, first off, I am mightily impressed by your research that you actually went out, figured out which was our original episode on Tomorrow Never Dies. <laughs> yeah, Lala Lines do a, a great job. This is actually my only one of their Bond CDs, but I do actually have a few of their other soundtracks, expanded soundtracks. Um, they do great work in that area. So uh, more power to them, and I hope they continue to do so. This one was interesting in the fact, you know, because when we first got it, we're like, oh, there's, you know, second CD with stuff on, but actually the first eight tracks are not new music. They were on the original cut. So it sort of reduced our choice a little bit. I thought it would be a whole CD to listen to, but it was probably about, I don't know, half of it. But it was still, as you said, about 42 minutes of additional music, which is nice to go through and was really surprising. So highly recommend if you are into doing deeper dives into scores and stuff, have a look at the La La Land Records catalog online. Highly recommend their product. And I will say the production value on this was superb. I was hearing things in this that I don't think I'd heard on just the regular issue of the score that I previously also had on CD. This sounded a lot clearer to me. Don't know about you. Did you feel that, that this was a much better production value? Well, I definitely thought it was an excellent production. I didn't compare it to my other one, which I probably should have done. should have listened to them side by side. But like you said, La La Land Records, man, they don't they don't mail it in, man. They <laughs> they go all out on the quality of theirs. And, and you mentioned it as well. When I ordered these for us, Alan, whenever I go there, I always end up spending way too much money i went ahead and bought the expanded soundtrack to glory the 1989 film which is one of my very favorite films of all time i bought the I think it's a three disc set for die hard they just they find this stuff they unearth it they clean it up they make it great again we're not advertising for them they're just doing a heck of a job but if they would like to sponsor a podcast um, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> Yeah, you know, if enough people out there maybe tag them and say, yeah. you know, these guys do a really good job. Of, uh, I mean, we, fi- we finished it. We finished the Peterson Museum Bond Emotion sponsorship, so we have a slot open, folks. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be happy to be a sponsor. For all of <laughs> and I, you know what? I'm not even. I'm not even joking. I would because I just again, we're not advertising for them, but they make such great products. They really they do. do. They really do. Yeah. So, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed uh, listening to this, and and thank you. When you said, oh, we're going to do Tomorrow Never Dies again, I'm like, why are we revisiting a soundtrack we've already done? But it was a great exercise, uh, and I'm really glad that you brought it to the show. Good, good. I hope the audience enjoys it as well. And with that, let's get into our musical picks. I've got the lead, so I'll be taking the very first selection on this one. And I have... 
chosen. And again, all these are going to be from the second disc. Alan and I kept ourselves to the second disc and track 10 and above is where you find all the additional music, right? Or track nine and above, I think is where it starts. Yeah, track nine and above is where the additional music starts. I picked for my first one, track number 10. It is Backseat Pilot, original version. It's expanded a bit from what eventually ends up in the film due to a re-edit. And this version is very action-oriented. It's very impactful. And it's very, very 007. So you get the major flavor of it if you've listened to Backseat Pilot before. But like I said, this one was just expanded because this was his original cut. Then they re-edited the scene, so he had to kind of redo it again. But anyway, let's give a listen to Backseat Pilot. All right, Alan, it's like James Bond superhero music, I think. <laughs> what do you think, bud? Well, I don't know if you know this, but there's actually a theme of backseat driving running throughout the whole movie. <laughs> Is there now? Yeah. No, I love this. It's it's great. Spoiler alert, but it sort of follows on from one of the cues that I picked, and I, hmm. It, hmm, which I wonder what that one is. But uh, yeah, it's as you said, it's very Bond. For me, I think, jumping ahead a bit, but I think really that pre-title sequence was David Arnold really laid down his claim as oh, a yeah. 007 composer, and this is very much an indi- so very much an example of that. I think an indication of that. I just love the way he really just leans into everything 007. You know, there's some composers who are like, I want to bring my own sound to it and all that. And and he does that, but he's like, I'm going to play you all the Q 
cues that you love. You know, yeah. they're going to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A bit like Van and I were talking about the guy Martin one when we did the recent ranking the Bonds on Live and Let Die. It's different, but still very recognizably Bond. It's oh, like yeah. instantly recognizable as Bond. Yeah. That's a great soundtrack, too, by the way. But we're not here. To- <laughs> no, we're not. No. <laughs> But I know what you mean about the pre-titles setting the mood, which is why I didn't pick a certain track that I was like, I think he's going to pick this one. So we'll get back to that. We'll circle back to that in just a couple of songs. But for now, let's go into my second pick, which is called Company Car. It is track 12. And this is basically a cheat for me because it is very heavy on the James Bond theme, which I always like to put a James Bond theme in, in our six of the best episodes. And this song, this track is called Company Car, but it's really the James Bond theme, I think. This one's a little shorter than what was included in the original soundtrack, but I love how punctuated and brassy it is and how playful it gets around the two-minute mark just to come back to being very bold and Bond once again. So it leans heavily into Bond, then it gets playful, and then it comes back into Bond in a big way. So let's give a listen to Company Car.
Alan, your thoughts? Didn't do a comparison to this one and the movie track. I going off memory, but I don't remember the movie mix being that heavy on the brass, like you mentioned. I like that, and this is that very staccato as well. It seems a lot more staccato rhythm to it than I remember the the movie track. Maybe maybe it's because I'm remembering the movie track mainly for when the Bond thing kicks in and not necessarily the bits in between. So it may be closer mm-hmm. than than I remember, but yeah, it's fun. So. Yeah, definitely. I I like how kind of yeah, playful it gets, and then he just. Yeah. Brings it back there. Yeah, I love that. Wow, 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 on the. I guess it was a trombone. I think. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure the instruments out eventually, folks. Someday. By about episode one hundred, we may even have a basic <laughs> grasp of what instruments are played. But, um, so, so, so far, it's just a bunch of episodes of us going. We like this one, so there yeah. you go. Yeah. And speaking of which, my third pick for there's a lot of good music to pick from, and just the bonus music. I was. Just, surprise i even texted alan about i was like man there's no shortage of stuff (laughs) so my third pick is track 13 it is shaken but not stirred and this one's a little bit interesting it's got a a saxophone sexy sound to it with a very smooth 90s r&b backbeat behind it and the reason this one's interesting is this is a rare non-arnold score portion of the film it's by simon greenaway and sasha collison and it plays as Bond arrives at the Carver Media Group Gala and meets Elliot Carver for the first time. So let's give a listen to this rare non-Arnold score portion of the film, shaken but not stirred.
you know, Alan, as we were listening to that just now, and I want to get your thoughts on it, but it just occurred to me, it's very video game sounding, which I wonder if that's why it appeals to me. What do you think, Alan? Well, it's interesting you mentioned that, because what I was going to say was I really love the digital undertone of it. I wasn't thinking video games. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I was just thinking, you know, it's about the, the Carver Media Group, and it's about satellites and controlling the media in a digital world. Ah, uh, so you've got that very digital and it also reminded me and i'd never really picked up on it before reminded me of the opening titles of dr no where you have the computer sounds no yeah yep yep you know and the, the computer signal sounds in the opening of dr no and it sort of played i don't know it just reminded me of that i know it's not a direct link so yeah i love that digital undertone that carries through and i love that drum backbeat as well i think it's very cool yeah i always felt this piece fit very well within the you know within the movie I hadn't really noticed it wasn't a David Arnold track before until I read your notes. And I was like, oh, and then went and looked it up. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. There are a few little bits that throughout this score that aren't David Arnold, um, and, mm. but they all fit very seamlessly together. Yeah, I think that's very evocative of the setting and where the movie was moving into at that point in the screenplay, I think. I completely agree. And I just think it's neat that we have this really wonderful and cool sounding track like you said that that's not arnold you know they they tap these guys i guess for some extra music and simon and sacha hit it out of the park i think so anyway those are my three tracks that i found particularly good or particularly interesting and now i'll hand it to alan all right well i sort of gave this one away earlier because jared said he picked track 10 for his first one um i said that followed one of my picks so no surprise, my first pick is Track Night, which is White Knight, the original version. This is a long one at 8 minutes and 37 seconds, which is 10 seconds longer than the, the movie mix, so it's not that much longer. For me, this is just an awesome score of the mini-movie pre-title sequence. It's got that classic Bond opening, and then I said, I think just David Arnold just owns it from then on. There isn't actually much difference from the movie mix. What's on this part of the disc is reportedly Arnold's original demo of the track. So it's pretty good for a demo, I think. Though I have actually seen some online discussions because it's actually made from three different music cues put together. The first one was called Terrorist Bass. And I have seen some online discussion as to whether that Terrorist Bass cue was re-recorded for this version or not. Nobody seems quite clear. But it doesn't matter whether it was or wasn't, to be honest, because I just think it's a great track. It was a great way to open the movie. It's a great piece on the here. And this is the one that made me sit up and think about the production value of this CD. Because when I was listening to that, it, it was like, I can hear, like, even though I don't know what they are, I can hear every instrument. You know, I may not be able to tell you what it is, but I can, I can <laughs> hear all the different instruments. So it made me think that this is a great mix. So I actually went back and I didn't do it for every track, but I did it for a couple of tracks. I did this and I went back and listened to the original version of White Knight. And I was like, oh, yeah, this one is like so much clearer. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, let's fire up the cigarette lighter, blow up a few bombs, and uh, listen to White Knight. Filthy habit.
Okay, Jared, if you didn't fall asleep in those eight minutes and 37 seconds. So. How many, <laughs> who, could, who could fall asleep with that? <laughs> alternatively, how many how many pages of comics did you ink during those eight minutes? <laughs> I got seven pages inked in. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, man, White Knight is it's just a beloved track in the Bond music community, period. And there's a reason for that. And, you know, we mentioned before, you know, David Arnold, you know, he just totally leaned into you know, what Barry had done and the bond sound and just like, yeah, there's a reason this stuff is great. So I'm going to use it every chance I get, you know, <laughs> and I totally love and respect that. He's kind of like that ultimate bond composer that, that you can tell was a bond geek too. He's like, I, these are the things I want to hear in a bond soundtrack. So I'm putting them in there and it's all in white night. It's all in there. And it's such an exciting song for a great opening uh, pre-title sequence. So yeah, this is a, Awesome, awesome mix. Definitely. So Jared mentioned earlier that we decided that we were just going to stick to the new tracks on the expanded version. When I got the CD and looked, and then Jared made some remark on text about the fact that we couldn't use the first eight tracks on the CD either. And I was thinking, great, there's going to be hardly anything to choose from. But that still left us with, what, 13 or 14 additional tracks? I'm not going to do the math, but it was still (laughs) It's in that neighborhood. Yeah. And actually, you know, I was thinking, well, if there's 14 and then Jared picks his three, still going to be tough. You know, still there won't be a lot for me to pick from. But I actually ended up, my second two picks, I kept swapping things in and out as I was going through the through the CD. It was actually quite difficult to land on two. The last two I picked on are towards the end of the CD. So my second pick is actually here, track 20, Banner Escape. And this one is actually what's in the movie. Interestingly, the one that's on the soundtrack CD the original soundtrack CD is a remix. They actually toned down the violins and made a few other alterations to keep it in line with the volume and idea of everything else that was on the soundtrack CD because it stood out too much, um, the film mix. So interestingly, for the expanded tracks, this is actually the film mix of something that is actually already on the CD, on the original CD. Again, I like the percussion on this. I love the increasing pace of the strings the thing that they toned down originally. I think it comes across much stronger here, mixed with a snippet of the Arnold Bond theme throughout. I think it gives this relatively short cue a real sense of urgency, which again fits with where it is in the movie with them rappelling down the side of the building using their massive multi-story banner of Elliot Carver's face to escape down. So let's listen to uh, the original movie mix of Banner Escape.
that's it. So she wrote. Told you it was a short one. <laughs> You're to make up for that eight and a half. <laughs> no, that's yeah. It's a high energy, high tension. Fits perfect with the movie. I'm glad you picked it. Good reminder of the cool scene. Yeah, thank you. All right, so my for my final pick, we're doing the opposite. We're actually we're looking at Track 21, which is Bike Shop Fight. In the movie, if you listen to the movie version, it has echo, it has a full orchestral, almost orchestral arrangement to it. What's presented here is actually a more stripped-down version. I think this is a simpler, straightforward, quieter version in some ways. I love the way that this goes from a sort of laid-back, almost romantic track with Asian vibes and then sort of morphs into a frantic, really a frantic melee of sound that I think is a perfect accompaniment to Michelle Yeoh's centerpiece martial arts fight in the bike shop. Again, listening to them back to back, I think I prefer this one to the one that was actually in the movie. I think this uh, is much more indicative of Michelle Yeoh's character, the frantic action that she can bring to the screen. What do you think of that one, Jared? That's super cool, actually. And I, I think you're right. I think there's an excellent version. Something I picked up on this listen that I hadn't noticed before is in the beginning when it has the very Asian sound and 
folks, if we don't know the names of American instruments, we're darn sure aren't going to know. <laughs> but I could, I just picked up that Arnold was emulating the sound of that Asian. I think it's a stringed instrument. I don't know what it's called. You hear it in a lot of, a lot of Asian music, but he's emulating it with like an electric guitar, which was an interesting, when I was listening very closely just now at that very beginning, when you hear that, very Asian sounding music. It's actually, I believe, an electric guitar that he's emulating the Asian sound, with, which I think is creative and fun. But yeah, great track. Actually, what I noticed on this listen, you can almost hear, and I don't know they don't use them in the fight scene, but in the frantic bit at the end, it sounds almost like bamboo staffs mm-hmm. hitting mm-hmm. each other. And I don't know if that's what they did to create the sound. Kendo sticks. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like them hitting each other. Yes, um, indeed. So, which I hadn't picked up on before, but yeah, it was a very, very cool track. So with that, it, I believe that's our six picks from this excellent selection of 13 or 14, depending on how you do the math, additional tracks to the uh, Tomorrow Never Dies uh, Expanded Edition CD. All right. That must mean it is time to rate this. We rate things here on the network on a scale of one to seven. Well, on most of our shows, I think Alan's on a show where they do one to ten, but on most of our shows, they do a scale of one to seven, and we rate it based on how much this should be in a Bond fan's audio library. And I think we find ourselves in an interesting position on this one, Alan, because I mean, do they need the extended one if they already own Tomorrow Never Dies regular soundtrack? We are in quite the quandary, sir. So I'll let you lead off with your score in said quandary. Thank you for putting me on the spot. I yeah. appreciate that. I mean, we've always said the soundtracks are pretty much by default seven. You need mm-hmm. at least one copy of the soundtrack from each movie. Do you need this expanded edition? I think if you're into the Bond music, you're an audiophile. Yes, it's a seven. Can you get by with the original soundtrack mix? Yes, probably. So do you need, do you absolutely need it? No, but I still think it's probably a five or a six, even if you're, Maybe because it's my first of these. No, it's not actually. I have the Doctor No one, don't I? Because you made me buy the Doctor No one. Um, <laughs> I just remembered that. Um, I was going to say, if you, if you want to sample a, a La La Land record expanded CD, I think this is a good one to do it because it's yeah. it gives you more David Arnold. Nothing against Monty Norman, but more David Arnold is better than more Monty Norman. So yeah, I I would say if you just want to try one of the limited edition expanded. CDs. I think this is a great one to start with. So I'm going to say maybe a five for the general Bond fan. And if you're an audiophile or just interested in the music, as much just for the actually the liner notes, if you're into the history of the music and stuff, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the music's great, but the liner notes are uh, so informative and so well written. So I would, uh, I would definitely uh, give it a seven for that from that point of view. That was a long and rambling answer to your question. <laughs> well, it's a hard question. And ultimately, I agree with you, though. I, I mean, if, if you force me to say one to seven, I'd, I'd say, yeah, it's, it's a seven. But you and I are Bond music guys. So it's a seven to us. Casual listener, if you've already got it and you're like, oh, I, you know, I kind of like Bond music, then yeah, it's, I'm going to say it's a six. You probably should still get it. <laughs> but it's not a must have. But it's a must-have for guys like us. So, yeah, I get why you had a hard time pinning it down, Alan, because those are my thoughts exactly. And, yeah, the liner notes. It's like basically having another chapter of uh, the book that we used all the way up until we ran out of chapters in the book. Uh, John Burlingham's, uh, which we have not plugged in several months. Yes, John Burlingham's right. excellent Musica Bond. Highly recommend. Yes. Musica Bond by John Burlingham. It's like having another chapter of that in, it is. in yeah. the liner notes. Yeah. 
because they they did not skimp. It's like I don't know. I'm, I'm we don't do the math here, but it's like eight pages of of, of text in there. So anyway, yeah, if you're big in Bond music, definitely stop by La La Land Records, pick this up, and I don't think you're gonna be disappointed. Again, not a sponsor of the show, not yet. And that will bring us to the end of this episode of Bond Music Six the Best. If you have a comment or a question, you can always email us at ohmspod at outlook.com. Or you can comment on our Twitter page at ohmspod. And of course, we'd love it if you would subscribe to On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Ratings, reviews, they're all appreciated. If you want to chat with us personally on social media, perhaps teach us about instruments and what they are used for. I can be found at Yard Sale Artist. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it's all at Yard Sale Artist. You can check out my artwares at www.theyardsaleartist.com. Alan. For James Bond stuff, you can find me at Bond Lexicon on Twitter, at James Bond Lexicon on Instagram and Tumblr. And, of course, we have a jamesbondlexicon.online website, which is a companion website to the James Bond Lexicon book, available at all good online retailers. Thank you for joining us for this episode. This episode's tracks are from the 2022 album, Tomorrow Never Dies, limited edition, of which we know there are at least 4,998 still available. Well, actually, probably less than that, but... <laughs> we, they're out there somewhere. We they're out there somewhere, yeah. As always, we'd like to remind you to legally purchase your Bond music via official download channels or via CD or vinyl. Please support the Bond creative community. And we will be back with six of the best as we return with my next pick, which will be Frank Purcell and his orchestra playing James Bond themes. That one's going to be fun. It will be fun. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds cool, Alan. And well, I guess until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.